0: Hey, everyone, and welcome to episode 24 of 15 with Andy, Randy, and Jeff. We are back for another week, and of course, as always, it is – well, not as always. It's always Tuesday here, Wednesday in your earbuds, but it is election day here in the U.S., so if you haven't voted, well, it's too late. I can't tell you to vote now. It's too late. You missed your opportunity because you're not hearing this till Wednesday. But um, before we get into this week's uh, episode, just want you to To go back and check out last week's podcast, Time and Chance, where we decided that we're all going to die. Do not miss this fantastic (laughs) episode with this life-changing discovery. Well, just... (laughs) 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 I couldn't hold it. Andy's laughing off, trying to get away from his microphone, but he's making me laugh now. Uh, Just kidding, sort of. We are all going to die, but in the face of that, we are also blessed with the revelation that... God isn't against you. God is for you. God is for me, and God is for us. God isn't angry with us. God is satisfied, contented, and at peace, and he wants us to enjoy our life and be assured of our salvation. So believing and applying this truth to our lives should all always allow us to live, give, and love like no other group of people on the planet. So that was a timely message. Do go back and check that out if you haven't yet. You can do so by going to hospitalchurch.org slash podcast iTunes, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all that good stuff. If you'd like to join the conversation, you can send us a text or a voicemail, 407-965-1607, or email podcast at org. And before we uh, actually start diving in here this week, I just wanted to say thank you to Andy for the last couple of weeks of actually taking us through this, you know, often misunderstood <laughs> and probably often ignored, maybe the dusty book of Ecclesiastes, I've absolutely enjoyed not only the messages, but getting to prepare for the podcast each week because yeah. it's stuff that just, you know, it makes you think and it makes you analyze and it makes you Kind of look closer at what you, how you feel about you know your salvation and your relationship with God, and that's it's always good to be introspective.
1: And such easy material for yeah. sermon. <laughs> 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 well, with the exception of Don uh, Don Williams. Oh, that's right. Don did do. Uh, yeah. Andy actually has taken the full load on this, and I, I have to say it's I am uh, it's been very very interesting to watch. And I re- or, you know you read the scriptures, you go, oh, how is Andy going to deal with this situation? <laughs>
2: That's not exactly what I say to myself.
1: (laughs) (laughs)
0: Oh, garbage. Uh, Another one of these Ecclesiastes.
1: But it is very, um, what's what I want to call it, the theologic, uh, no, uh, biblically counterintuitive in a way, because we don't think of the Bible talking like that many Mm. times,
0: which is interesting. That is true. We don't usually think of things in those terms or um, almost the freedom that it talks about. It always seems like there's, you know, well, we have to— Use this text and this text to coo- to make sure that we're reading this text okay. And it always seems like there's a, a yabut yeah, in there somewhere. <laughs> yeah, this is good, but What's, don't forget about it. <laughs> what
1: is nice about it, though, as as we've gone through this, that it the book kind of goes and helps itself out. In other mm-hmm. words, you can read through the book. If you read through it uh, with integrity, you can read through this book with a lot of – I don't want to say a lot of answers, but it really – tests you on a lot of stuff and then
0: gives you a lot of help with it, which is good. Yeah. Well, it's funny because I, I that was one of the things I'd written down was, you know, okay, we're, <laughs> we've made it through. Um, but how would you summarize the theme, so to speak, of Ecclesiastes and, and how we would apply that just in general? You know, because we, we ran pretty much the gamut mm-hmm. of emotions and just kind of biblical craziness with – you know bill and stephanie to kind of let off with you know getting her off the ledge with you know everything is useless and there's you know it's like spitting in the wind and to we end up with you know live well in your life enjoy it uh chase your dreams that's a mm-hmm. that's a big that's a big switch yeah. from beginning to end and all the craziness in the in the center
2: well i think i think thinking of his he's got a lot of the word meaningless when you read the right. scriptures uh right. in some translations if you really think about that word being transitory versus just meaningless, when we say meaningless we think as like it has no meaning right and it's really it's really more of transitory temporality it's um it's going to pass by uh, it's going to change it won't be what it is today tomorrow and it's more of that sense than as, as meaningless as in worthless. Uh, okay. Sort of, when I think about meaningless, That sort of think, wow, it's meaningless. So yeah, cares? maybe a better word to be superficial. Yeah. Or, or uh, um, the, the, it, so much of life temporal. can be— temp- yeah, and, it's, and, it's, and it's the temporary—if you think about watching—oh, um, it's a good illustration here I'm trying to think of—but if you think about something that is very temporary versus something that's very permanent— mm-hmm. uh, the, um, What's the guy's Death name? Death is permanent. What's the guy's name that stacks up things for art? Uh, Andy Goldsberry. Golds. Oh yeah, Andy. Andy somebody. Anyway, <laughs> he he's, he he does art. Andy things. Warhol. And no, not Andy no. Warhol. <laughs> Get, uh, Google let's, Andy. Not, let's not do this. <laughs> but he's an artist who puts up like rocks or sticks, and he'll make things and leaves and all kinds of things. And and it's temporary. It's it, you you enjoy it for the moment, oh, and it's gone. Right, right. Right. It'll eventually just blow away or, or rot. And that's very different than a statue carved by Michelangelo.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Okay, and I th- and I think what, what what he is saying in Ecclesiastes a lot of is is things are have a temporary nature here. So don't overinvest. Um, enjoy, and versus thinking it's the it's an end all in itself.
0: Okay, was there was there anything that you read through this or that you were writing down in your notes and you're like. Oh, no, I'm not going there. Not, I'm not going to even bring this up because that opens up a can of worms or maybe just something. I don't know if that's that important. Anything that you kind of went through and said, yeah, this really doesn't. Well, if Go I bring ahead. it up now, then I won't have kept it hidden. Well, no, of course. <laughs> well, that's what, you know, we're trying to do the big, this is our October surprise. This is a big reveal.
1: <laughs> well, it is difficult to to talk about all this <laughs> stuff in a parenting workshop if you're going to do that. Yes. Yeah,
2: It is. Um, well, that's a great question, Randy. Um, I'm running through my index of my mind of having all the things that I read. It, it would probably it would probably be the use of that meaninglessness phrase, and <laughs> yeah. and and thinking about well, what, how is that really meaningless? And which made me, which drove me to look at the word usages and the meanings behind the exact words of of having that more temporal or passing or fleeting or um, frivolity. Uh, A little bit, and um, so yeah, to think about life being uh, meaningless is is a hard concept for me to rack my head around because it's very meaningful. You know, we're we're all engaged with each other. Yeah, I I think a lot of times we we go when we go to things like this,
1: especially as we read through Ecclesiastes, and it it is I don't want to it is it is a tedious book. I mean, you do have to look at some of the stuff with time and um and i think we sometimes we want to reject it or we want to just throw it away we don't want to i just want to read something that's a little easier <laughs> i don't have to grapple with so much and then we you know when we start to look at the source we go oh look at solomon's life and um did you know did this help him you know and that kind of a thing when in actuality we're, we're getting words we're getting insights into a mind that has um has been intimate in a way in terms of God's brushed by this book, and he's given us an insight into things that I don't know if we would think about normally mm-hmm. if we didn't go ahead and say, let's take Ecclesiastes with some seriousness. And, um, and you know, you, you think of the, the whole human race, you look at the perspective that God has on our world, and you start to realize, oh, man... This makes so much more sense if i don 't just think of the temporal things that are going on in my life right now
2: yeah it, it throws all of life in a, in a, a different a different view um, I really think I mean Solomon it felt it feels like in his life he rushed around and looked at things through a microscope. And finally, he says, "Hey, let's stand back and look through a telescope." Mm -hmm. That's for me. That's sort of the difference. I mean, because he rushes in, he studies nature very carefully and deeply, and he has all these animals, and you know, I mean, and he studies uh, how the world works and things. You know, he has all these wives. (laughs) I mean, he he really just sort of explores uh, everything from pleasure to science, and he does it all close up and intense. And maybe that's where he comes to some of his meaninglessness things. When you, when you step back toward the end of the book and he says, now look at life in context. It's a bigger picture. It's
0: um, you know. funny that you said that because that was my kind of my next question was after what Jeff just said. I mean, does it have meaning because it's Solomon and because of his journey? I mean, is that why this – to some degree we say, yeah, you know, he, he did what you just said. He lived from the – you know from this end to that end he ran the entire spectrum and you know started with analyzing it up close and from far away and i mean is it his life journey and his story that really makes part of this revelation and part of this story work for us to understand because do we give it any thought that yeah he lived it so he's got to have i mean yeah he's well, the wisest person and all that yeah. stuff but i mean is it because of those experiences well, that we Perspective
2: always changes your view. I mean, and and so if you have if you have the wisest man who ever lived studying and and giving his perspective and its experiential perspective, it does have a testimonial value okay. different from a person who's not experienced it.
0: Well, that's true. That yeah. was testimonial. That's probably what I was thinking. Look, yeah. And for, so though.
2: he's he is he these are his experiences and his conclusions. Doesn't mean they're all one hundred percent accurate. I mean, sure. they're his conclusions from from his experience and his in his study.
0: Well, and I was discussing this topic, uh, actually inviting someone to listen to the podcast uh, about forty five minutes ago, and like Ecclesiastes, yeah, Solomon, <laughs> yeah, you know, kind of like I mean, didn't come right out and say it, but I got the impression that you know, I don't know, Solomon, he was kind of a playboy and. I don't know. I mean, are we really going to listen to what Solomon had to say? I mean, not not if we're overtly, but kind of was kind of the over, kind of the maybe the undertone of it.
2: Well, he was sort of a compiler as well. I mean, it talks about how he is. Yeah. He gathered proverbs. He gathered sayings. He looked for pieces of wisdom that he thought made sense and put and gathered those together as well. So he wasn't just a playboy, uh, doesn't just this king with all these wives. He was a he was a studious guy that looked for what he thought matched truth and gathered that together to share with others uh, a piece of wisdom.
1: Yeah, I think we have to realize that that wisdom is is not a per. In other words, he yeah he was a wise God. Give him gave him this wisdom, but the wisdom transformed that per, or not transcended that person. Uh, Wisdom is wisdom. It's not confined to a particular person. And so even the, the understanding of who God is and how God elevates him to a place where he's able to see a different perspective, I think that even though, yeah, Solomon's life, we might want to say, oh, okay, Solomon's life, yeah, well, look where that ended up.
2: But But, but, God, but God always reveals himself to people where they are. Yeah. Yeah. So when he reels himself to Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, mm-hmm. he, he's, he he communicates who he is differently than if he's revealing him to one of the slaves that's now serving on a ship somewhere for the Babylon somewhere. I mean, right. God speaks to each person in their context, within their framework, in their time frame. So it's it's really important for us when we look back to remember that, that God had to work with Solomon where he was. He couldn't take him somewhere he wasn't. Mm-hmm.
0: I liked the in the takeaways this week. The last one, um, and you can catch those online at hospitalchurch.org, or if you're in person, those uh, get out uh, each week in the back. Uh, but I said, "What will it take for you to believe that you are okay in Jesus with no fear of judgment? If we can't totally honest and answer that question, and this is me, can we really grasp the rest of what God has? I mean that. I mean that's a that's a tough one because if you're not okay with that that premise of it, then what have we learned through Ecclesiastes? is <laughs> That it's meaningless, yeah, right? Yeah. I mean, if, if we don't have that piece. And yet there's a balance there when that might be the toughest thing that any of us struggle with these days is how do we do the jobs, kids, marriage, life in general? I mean, is there anything that's, that what we just went through through Ecclesiastes that specifically or infers that might help us better manage those?
2: I th- I think it's where he says there's nothing better than to just enjoy some good food with friends. Yeah. I mean to, to to realize it's sort of like when you put your kid in school, <clears throat> excuse me, and you're wanting to make A's and you're wanting them to achieve and you want wanting to do this as opposed to saying, hey, I want you to go to school and I want you to really enjoy it. <laughs> you know. Yeah. And 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 really uh, there's a great book called uh, The Art of Possibility where Ben Zander actually would talk about giving a student an A at the beginning of class. And now I want you to behave like an A student. Ooh. I want you to think like an A student. Right. I want you to tell me why you deserve to be an A student because I'm going to give you an A at the start. Yeah. Well, that's a whole different concept. And if we think about God in Jesus Christ giving us an A... We ought to be able to take some of the pressure off how we live our lives. We ought to be able to have a little more solemnness in us to be able to say, "Hey, let's just let's get some good food and some right. friends over and let's enjoy life, even in the midst of tragedy." Quick story:
1: I was in Italy and. Um I, I, it was around noon, right around noontime, and I was, I was thinking to my wife. I said, let's go get a pizza. This place looks like it's a really good place. You want a pizza? I wanted a mm. pizza. And hard, so, it's hard to believe. Uh, In yeah. Italy? Why would you do <laughs> such a thing? So I, I, uh, I, got, I walked into the store. I literally, I walked into the store, and the, the uh, looked like I guess the owner of the store was walking out at the same time. And, and he goes, sorry, Closed. And I, I said, no, 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 I just want to get a pizza. You know, just, I saw the pizza sitting on his – you know, he had it in the warmer or whatever you call it. He, I, he had made some of it, and it was fresh that morning, I could tell. And he ushered me out and closed the door. Oh, And I go, denied. what? And I thought, well, maybe he has an appointment. I'm not going to hold him up or blah, blah, blah. He got outside of his store. And there was a little little table there, you know, like a little sidewalk mm-hmm. table. He sat down there with his friend there and they had a cup of coffee. He was sitting
2: outside of the store <laughs> drinking coffee. Very with... un American. <laughs> yes. We would open the store back up and sell the pizza. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I could have, you know, he said,
1: no, my siesta, you
0: know, it's his siesta or whatever they call him. So. well. In, in kind of towards as we wrap up, um, let's say that you know we've all heard these messages before. Let's say that we we've sat through this and it, it's uh, impacted us. We've thought about it. We're taking them to heart. We're kind of excited to start this new living with purpose, chase our dreams, live with freedom, simply relying on God to lead the way. But that's probably a pretty good departure from where a lot of us probably maybe have been currently are. And maybe that's why this change feels like, hey, this is something we should embrace. How do we as a church help facilitate those transitions as we're maybe looking for friends to have that meal with or Mm. that cup of coffee with or maybe go to Little Italy and have the guy close the door to some (laughs) coffee? I don't know. Um, I I have a whole bunch of respect
2: for him now. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. But but I think that's our challenge is to try to find ways to do that.
2: Well, and how to to, uh, celebrate – with people i 'm not a yeah. great celebrator I, I look I like look forward looking back you know it's not so much fun for me and so to, to be able to listen to people 's stories, just hear each other's stories and be able to applaud uh, their enjoyment of life to yeah. celebrate what they 're celebrating and sort of get get with them in that celebration I think it's one of the things we could do to support this whole this whole idea of chasing your dreams is such a great mm-hmm. youthful mindset that says you know I, Who's too old to chase a dream? I mean, yeah. pick something, and, yeah. and it's at your stage of life in your area, and go for it. There's not really anything to lose. Uh, Eternal stuff's been taken care of. Yeah. yeah, and I think
1: I think we have to prioritize, too. I think we—I mean, Solomon, you mentioned he was a—what did you use it, the word? Collect, not a collector, but a— um, Compiler. Compiler. <laughs> And he started to realize all this stuff I've compiled, it's meaning it's, – it really has – it's what do I really want in life and what do I want out of this? So you know, we can spend all of our days collecting money or collecting treasures of some sort or other and we start to realize what is the best thing that we could actually have. And I like his analogy. Have some people come over and yeah, enjoy, just a, meal enjoy a meal together. Enjoy a meal together.
0: Well, and if you guys have any comments for us about how we can do better and how we can add or – Maybe even you'd like to uh, just put your name out there. We'd be happy to put it on the next podcast and say, hey, my my house is open for uh, lunch on a certain day, maybe after church. So as we wrap it up – oh, the number for that is 407-965-1607. Go ahead and do that, and we'd be happy to uh, put those out there. Um, And as we wrap up, I wanted to just end with the words uh, from Andy's message, which I don't think could really be said any better. And he's talking about – in his conversation with Nicodemus and Jesus Mm -hmm. in John 3.16, he said are the most familiar. But to grasp how good the news was and is, we must read it through to the the final line of verse 18. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son, we know that, so that everyone who believes in him will not perish but have eternal life, which is awesome. But God did not send his son into the world to condemn it but to save it. There is no judgment awaiting those who trust him. Wow! So, great. I mean, that's there great. is no judgment awaiting those who trust him. So live in that freedom. And so when we add that verse 18 to our conclusion from last week that God has already approved our works – And that we should be living our lives with enjoyment, chasing our dreams, and relying fully on God to fulfill all of our needs. It really spells complete freedom, and that's how we want to live our lives. So um, we're a little bit longer than normal this week, but we have one more thing to get to. You do not want to miss next week. So next week's podcast will be live broadcast on Facebook. And so you're not going to want to miss that. You can go to Facebook.com slash Hospital Church, invite friends to do it, and uh, to join in the conversation. Andy's going to—the message next week is what—
2: well, it's post-election <laughs> message. Right.
0: So that makes all the difference in the world. And so we're going to be discussing not only that message, but uh, the atmosphere post-election, and we would love to hear your comments and input. So we'll begin broadcasting um, pretty close to 5 p.m. Uh, we're going to do a test before that, so you might want to watch for that on the Facebook page. And if you haven't uh, followed the Florida Hospital Church on Facebook, please do that. that. way you'll be notified when that happens. So this is just going to be a, a, a follow-up. Up kind of to what we talked about with Dr. Campolo and Dr. Brown, and we'll see if uh, we're able to share together our enthusiasm and sorrows alike. As we, uh, I just wrote,
2: I just wrote a prayer for the nation and a prayer for the president <laughs> elect. And, we'll and see I'm who, writing a prayer for Andy. <laughs> we'll see who it's for. We'll see who it's for. I don't know.
0: <laughs> so, and then the podcast audio will be available as normal through iTunes and Spreaker early on Wednesday morning, just as normal. So, do plan on joining us this week in person online at 9:30 or 12. Of course, there's Bible studies at 1045 in the middle. And then next week, join us live for the Facebook broadcast and for episode 25. So for Andy, Jeff, and Tom, I'm Randy. Thanks for joining us, and we'll see you next week.